Um, so yeah, good evening everyone. Okay, so we're going to kick off with our hands up in the lounge. As I always begin with, um, guys on TikTok, if you wonder what I'm doing, then I'm live on uh, Discord answering people's questions. So you need to download the app um, and then you can click on the link in my bio and come into the lounge and put your hand up if you've got a family law question um, or a situation you know, around family law that you need some help with. Okay, so let's kick off. Um, lots of people already with their hands up. So Jamie Lee, I'm going to come to you first. What's your question? Hello, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hi, Jamie Lee. Hi. Um, so basically, me and my daughter's dad went to court about two years old. He took me to court when she was two yeah. to get access because he hadn't had any involvement. Yeah. Um, we went through the court and he was able to see her every other weekend um which was okay to start with but I felt and I had to change it to every week because she was getting too distressed going because she wasn't seeing him for two weeks and then she was seeing him and then not seeing him yeah um but he's never really stuck to the agreement of two weeks or a week he's very flippant with when he comes um he doesn't pay his child maintenance or he does when he feels like it yeah um and as of recent, so this is two years now, I send her, she's crying, she's screaming. So I said to him, I think something needs to change. Maybe you come three times a week to my door, take her to the park near me for half an hour, bring her back. So she gets more familiar with you because I said, I'm sending her now. Yeah. And she's distressing. She's screaming, and I mean screaming. She made herself sick the last time she went. He's ringing me when he does have her. Will you come pick her up? She's crying. So I ring him when he's at work and he suggest I suggested that we, you know, do the come pick her up, take her to the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree to that. And then now all of a sudden he doesn't agree to that. But I w because I've said I won't send her for the full day because it's too distressing for her and for me now. And um, because I'm wondering why is she acting like this? It's been two years. Why isn't she wanting to go? You know, it's distressing for everyone. Um, but he doesn't want to do... He doesn't want to take her to the park or anything. He just wants to do it his way. So now he said that, well, if you're going to stop me, even though I'm not stopping him, I'm asking him to try and put his daughter's needs first, that he's going to go to a solicitor again. Right. And do it that way. But I, oh, I'm not stopping him from seeing her. I'm happy for him to see her. But we just need to come up with something different that's better for her needs because this isn't so helping her and I, it's obviously not suiting her at the moment. And I can't, surely I can't keep sending a child when she's screaming. At, and I mean screaming. And, she, and she's anxious about it because in, every morning she's waking up saying, Jamie Lee. I'm not seeing my I, daddy, am I? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Sorry, what's your question? I understand your situation, so, but what is it that you want to check with me? So that I'm not. So my question is, if he takes me to court again yep. to say that I'm stopping him, even yep. though I have proof over text message that I'm not stopping him, what are they going to actually do? Because am I surely they would see that I'm putting the child's needs first, and yep. that we need to try it. Absolutely, absolutely. If it's not working currently, then you know I think the only resolve is to go back to court. He's not listening. Yeah. You, 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 you guys can't agree on what's best for the child. You've got very different views. Um, so yeah. yeah, let the matter go back to court, um, and the court will um, advise Kafkas, I think, to get involved. And from there, the Kafkas will make a recommendation of what's what's in her best interests. Okay. All right. So would you? Sorry, just one. 
would he wouldn't get any more though if this isn't working already would he um that depends i mean it depends why it's not working in the first place so i think kafka yeah. would look at that uh, potentially um mm. and then you know it's whatever's in the child's best interests um so yeah. it's not a case of him getting less or more it's what the yeah. child, what's in the child's best interests yeah i just All don't right. want them to kind of force it upon her when it's already distressing enough, I would yeah. happily have him see her more, but it's just difficult, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Thanks, right, Jamie Lee. great. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Uh, Jessica Jane, you are next on my list. Hey, guys. On TikTok, how are you all? Hello, one day will be okay, oh four. Hello, Rock Mama. Um, Jessica, you are next up. What's your question? Hi, can you hear me? I can. Oh, right. Okay. First of all, I think that your um, your advice, I think everything that you're doing is absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you. And, and thank you so much for providing such a, a really necessary service for people who really need it. Oh, you're welcome. Um, I've, I was in um, a very abusive relationship with my ex-partner. I'm going to cut this into a couple of questions over a couple of nights because I know there's a lot of people want to ask questions. Yeah. Um, she's currently, there's a court order in place. Um, I wasn't in a right frame of mind when we first went to court. And he is, um, he, he lies all the time. He's a compulsive liar. And he was able to convince the court that he should have custody. Um, the problem is, it's all about money with him. And, you know, he only wanted to be able to apply for things like child benefit and all that kind of stuff. He's now um, asking for maintenance. Um, and I've been paying maintenance for the last four or five months now. And my daughter hasn't seen a penny of it. She's still going to school with clothes that don't fit. Um, shoes that don't fit. He's, he's meanwhile spending it on PlayStation 5s and all that kind of stuff for himself, and she's not getting anything. Um, am I right in thinking that I can open up some kind of Charles Bank account, like maybe a, I don't know, like a Go Henry and pay her directly? Is that legal? Is that allowed? How old is the child? She's 11. So you're still yeah. going to have to pay your child maintenance? Absolutely no problem, but I'd rather give it to her rather than to him. Well, the child maintenance has to go to him. So, it, you know, the, the CMS will say that that has to be paid to him. So you still have to do that. Whatever you do in addition to that is entirely up to you. Although I wouldn't recommend giving an 11-year-old money, if I'm honest mm -hmm. with you. Okay, okay. Um... Right. I mean, I think I think the, the, the alternative, Jessica, is that if you feel she has clothes and shoes that don't fit, then when she's with you, you could buy her clothes and shoes rather than giving her the money. I think that... Yeah, that, and, and that is absolutely fine, but that yeah. means I've still got to buy her clothes and, yeah. and, and I'm quite happy to do that, but yeah. then I've got to give him £50 a month yeah. as well on yeah, top yeah. of that. And, and it's just not fair that if, I want to spend all my money and, you know, I want to spend everything on her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If the yeah. child lives with him, Jessica, then you have to pay him the child maintenance. That's just how it works, I'm afraid. Okay, no problem at all. Well, listen, thank you very much. I'll all speak right. to you in the next couple of nights and okay. see if we can sort the rest of it out. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Jessica. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Chloe Berry, you are next up. It's frustrating, isn't it, when you're giving a parent child maintenance and, you know, the child still has needs. Um, but unfortunately, it's just the way the CMS work. Hi, Chloe. Hiya. 
What's your question? Um, basically, my um, ex-partner has, I have emailed you, but I'm quite, I don't know how to word it to get like the right information. Okay. Um, she took me, she's taken me to court over my son. Now he is a sperm donor child. He yeah. was not conceived through a sperm clinic or anything like that. He was done at home. We wasn't in a civil partnership or married at the time. Um, I had social services involved and I just assumed they were like, we were in like, not a very good relationship, either of us. So yeah. I've took myself and my son from the relationship and thought, right, we're going to go our separate ways and we'll try and remain in contact for my son's sake. However, it was always me making that effort. It was always me traveling from like my home in Romney to hers in Caerphilly. She never really come to see him. So um, my social worker and I like got quite close and she just sort of said, look, you're sort of like the one making that contact. Like she needs to do it too. Yeah. Um, but during that time, obviously, she made numerous phone calls to the social worker. My social worker was completely baffled. Like, she'd ring up and say, oh, I FaceTimed my son today and he had chocolate on his face. Well, what, what, so he's a child, like, sort of thing. And she put him in quite harm's way. Um, last year in August, I uh, met a new partner who lived in England. I'm obviously from Wales. Um, and after, like, discussion with my uh, social worker, because I'd been with my partner for some time, I sort of said that like, I would like to make a new life for myself up in England and just sort of, because I had nothing up in Wales anyway. Yeah. Um, and her advice to me was, look, go to England, start a new life. Um, I don't have any concerns to you as a parent. The reason I'm involved is because your ex. She is involved and I'm concerned when she's involved because she is a danger and a threat to your son. Um, so with that, I moved to England. And the day that I signed my tenancy in England, she said, I don't need to be your social worker. You don't need social services. Um, so obviously I'd removed like, you know, my ex from Rowan because that was what was best for him. And now she's taken me to court. The thing is, she's gone for a care order. So she, I thought it was just she wants to have contact, but she actually don't. She's actually trying to remove my son from my care. How do, what would be my best options to sort of like present to the court and say to them, look, I just want us to both go our separate ways. Like she doesn't bring any value to my son. He has nf1 um he has he's being tested for autism she's inconsistent you know i don't feel that she provides you know any quality um and at the moment i feel like it's all going in her favor because i don't have any representative whatsoever i don't have no some reason i can't get legal aid i don't have no solicitor i'm doing it all on my own um so, so at the moment they've said chloe, that, chloe you know I, we reward yeah if i can just jump in there so i think the first thing is she can't make a care order or she can't apply for one any social services can do that let's be clear so a care order is when the child is removed from the parents and placed into care okay what okay. she what she's probably done and i'm just I reading think it's between a range, the child lines here yeah so so she's made an application for a child arrangements order possibly for a change of residency that's a very yeah. difficult application to succeed so i would yeah. say in the in the outset she's probably not going to succeed in a change of residence unless she can prove that the child you know there's welfare concerns or the child yeah see she's going on the fact of mental health and after i have my son obviously okay. i have my son at a young age um, I did struggle with postpartum depression, but it didn't affect my parent, if you know what I mean. I think a first-time mum, through lockdown as well, I struggled a little bit, but I've always been very transparent with that. I've never so, sort of gone, yeah, I understand. Fine. So I think lockdown and having a newborn yeah. baby can affect most women that have children. Yeah, I get it, um, Chloe. I get it. What's your question? Um, just what would be, you know, my best way to sort of navigate the situation? Like, what rights would she have? Like... 
um, because obviously at the moment I'm having to send photos and I have to give her updates about his hospital needs every two weeks. Is there a court order um, in place at the moment, Chloe? Um, yeah, there is a court order in. That's the one they've done. And uh, today I had to send over um, a statement of domestic violence. Um, she's claiming domestic violence, so, obviously. hang on, sorry, I hang say on. Some... Chloe, sorry, sorry. Uh, just if you could just answer my question, because I'm, I'm, I'm struggling just to keep up with you, if I'm honest. So when you, when you say, yes, there is a court order, the court has actually made an order at the moment. So yeah. There's, so there's a yeah, child that, arra- that, hang The on, order hang was on, that I send on. photos and updates every two weeks on a Friday. Okay, that's great. So you're doing that. Um, yeah. You only have to do what's in the order, okay? That's all you have yeah. to do. So um, if she's then going to take you back to court for more contact... Obviously, um, that's going to depend on what's in the best interest of the child. All right. Yeah. But I suspect that you're on here because you're worried about the fact that she's made an application for change of residency. And would that be possible? As I say, yeah. I can't say to you yes or no. I don't know. If, I don't know anywhere near enough about your case. But all I yeah. would say is they are difficult applications to succeed. OK. Yeah. Right. right. OK. I hope that helps. Okay. Yeah, no, that helps. Thank right. you very much. All right, thanks, Chloe. Bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Julie, you are next up. Uh, Nicola, you are more than welcome. Hi, Julie, what's your question? Hi, um, just a little bit of background. Um, sorry, I'm dead nervous. Um, oh, I was in right. a domestic violence relationship for 18 years. I've got three children to them. Yeah. Um, it's seven years ago I asked them to leave my house. It took me two years to get him out of my house. It is a joint mortgaged house. Yeah. Um, he finally left five years ago and everything was amicable at the time. Everything was half, everything was split down the middle. Then he got into a relationship with my sister-in-law um, and I then got into a relationship as well. Um, and everything just went out the window. He's trying to control me again. So for the last five years, I've been trying to get a, a, a divorce. I finally got um, I, I got my nice eye in 2017. Okay. Then I, I, I finally got him to promise if I give him money on completion of the divorce, yeah. um, would he sign? Now, he owes me over £20,000. So in our in our actual divorce clean break papers it's there that because i've paid his twenty thousand pound debt off i get to, ha- to keep the house with our three children yeah now i put this clean break in in october into the court yeah um, in the meantime in march this year my solicitor has ceased to be a family law solicitor now so i've got no one representing me okay but i've been told because i'm right at the end i don't need a solicitor right but i'm trying to get hold of the court to say you know what what's going on because you've had you know it's it's we're now in july i got told it should only take 12 weeks um so i just need to know what what's my next step now please so, Julie, had, are you aware if the consent order has even been sent into court yet, or you don't even know that? It, it got sent in in October. Okay, fabulous. Um, and as far as you're aware, is it still with the court? Because generally they don't take this long to make a clean break order. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that maybe there was an issue with it and it's been sent back to your solicitor's firm. 
Yes, um, apparently in, I think it was February, um, yeah. they were waiting on one more piece of paper. Okay. Um, and then the solicitor said she sent that in. She filled it out and sent it in. Yeah. And then that, that's the last thing I've heard. Now, Now I, I don't know my solicitor any money and I've got all my forms here of my solicitor, yeah. my file. Yeah. And there's nothing there at all um, to say that it's been given back to the solicitors. Okay, so you've got your clean break order and you've got your D81 because they're the two forms. No, 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 no. No, no, sorry. I've got my files off the solicitor, but yeah. my clean break order is still with the court. No, no, but in, in your file, Julie, there should still be a copy of your clean break order. There should be a copy of what was sent to court. And that'll be. Oh, yes, I've got that. Yeah, sorry, so, yes. Yeah, so you've got your clean break order and your D81. Yeah. And it's been yes. signed by both of you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Okay. So I think all you can do then is call the court to say, A, have you got everything you need? And B, yeah. how much longer do you think this is going to take? Have you, have you tried doing that so far, Julie? Um, I tried contacting the court, yeah. um, but I, I, all I got was um, basically we're receptionists, we can't talk about um, individual cases. And I had to email, but I don't know who to email. Okay. What court is it? It's um, Liverpool Family Court. Okay. Um, I have their email address. Have you got a pen? Um, oh, don't, oh, don't, um, don't worry. It's okay. Um, I did have one, but I think it's in my car that I took out for work today. That's um, all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. If, if you want to... No, listen. Would I be able to email you, um, you message you after this? Absolutely. Sorry. You can email me. Absolutely. But what I'll also <laughs> do, Julie, is I'll, I'll leave it about 15 minutes. And if you want to come back into the audience, I'll just read it out so that you have right, it, then. okay? But if you want to yeah. email me because you miss you miss what I the, the email address I give out, that's fine too, okay? Yeah, all, all right. right, brilliant. All all right. Thank you so much that's for listening, right. thank you. No problem, bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Bye. Somebody remind me to read out the email address for um, Liverpool Family Court later. I won't, I won't forget, well, I might forget. Um, no, I won't. Um, SLBSLH, uh, what's your question? Hello. 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 Oh, I could hear you, and now I can't hear you. Oh, that's a shame. I could definitely hear you, and now I can't. All right, I'm going to leave you there for a second, and I'm going to go to the next caller, who's Miller one two one two. Oh, hello, Miller. How are you? Hi, I'm very right. well, thank you for asking. And yourself? Not too bad. How can I help? Um, I've been divorced for eight years, but yeah. don't have a financial order. I yeah. know what you're all thinking, so I'm trying to rectify that. I can't get in touch with the local court where the divorce was held back in 2014. Yeah. So I thought maybe I'd try and do it myself online. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know where to start. And then a solicitor firm quoted me £800 plus VAT plus an hour's consultation to resolve the matter. Yeah which obviously I'm not really in a position to do that right now um, because of the finances. Yeah. So um, we don't actually have any assets together. We just parent co-parent um, very nicely for our son. Yeah. But I wanted to know the best place to start or the forms I can get online or if I can do it myself. Absolutely. So the, the thing to remember, Miller, is that there's two aspects to it. You've got the divorce and then you've got the financial order. So they're two separate applications that require two separate separate sets of forms. And I say that because sometimes people use divorce and what they really mean is finances. 
So step one is to go onto the government website and you're looking for a D8. That's a divorce petition. It's called a D8. I've already got the decree absolute. Great. That's oh, been in sorry. place for eight years. Oh, beg your pardon. I thought you said you hadn't got the decree absolute. No, sorry, sorry I have. Okay. It's been in Fantastic. position since 2014. Okay, well then that's great. That's, that's all of that process done. So the clean break order that you'll need to get, you will need a solicitor to draft that for you. Um, okay. So a clean break. The, the, there's another form that goes with it called a D81. You can fill that one in yourself. But the actual okay. financial order, I would I would advise that you get a solicitor to do that. And then as long Even as... Even though there's no... Absolutely. Um, yep, absolutely. It, okay, yep. okay, then I'll go down the legal route. Okay, yep. thank you for your help. That's all right, Miller, no problem at all. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Um, Rooster. Oh, sorry, SLB, SLH. Are you... A, can I hear you? No. No. Okay, I will. What I'll do is I'll put you back in the audience and, and we'll try again. Uh, Rooster, you are next. People still on TikTok asking how to get on Discord. Download the Discord app, click on the link in my bio, come into the lounge, put your hand up. There we go. And I can see that I've got Zoe 40 something helping me tonight. Thank you, Zoe. There may be other mods as well. Sorry if I've missed you out. I'm trying to keep my eye on the, on the TikTok, but the lounge is busy this evening. Uh, Rooster, can I hear you? Yes, can yes. you hear me? Perfect, yes. What's your question? Right. Um, I am self-litigant in ancillary relief proceedings. Yes. And I have my, sorry, my, my, my ex's barrister um, has submitted submissions to the court. Yeah. And in them submissions, there are several untruths, still I put it, to, to put it politely. Um, are they, uh, I'm, I'm, as again, I'm Sort of going uh, blindly here, like, but are they? Is is that perjury? Basically, I'm not sure. Is it perjury, or is it counted as perjury? Uh, well, it depends what they've said. If I'm well, honest with you, not really. Um, well, but... if I can prove that they're lies, though, they're they're they they are obviously put in to influence the court to make a better decision for her equity split. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can prove that they're they are definitely untruth untrue. Okay. So is that? Is that something that, that courts well, don't really that, like to that will, judge on? Is a lie not a lie? If you call them a spade a spade, is a lie not a lie? Um, that will be for the court to decide. It's really, it's really difficult without knowing some more context. But what I'm going to tell you to do is raise it with yeah. the court. Let the court decide. Um, and I think if, if you want to raise it, by all means, you have every right to do that. And then let the court what decide. What are the court likely to do? Sorry? What, what? What are the court likely to do? What's the court likely to do? Well, it, it, like it depends. If they find in your favour, depending on what it is that the lie is all about, it could potentially yeah. affect the credibility. It could affect the outcome of the case. It's really difficult for me to say because I've got no clue what we're talking about, really. So all I'm going to yeah. say to you is raise it with the court. Let the court decide. And then if you have a remedy that you're seeking because of the lies, let the court know. The court will soon tell you if they're willing to give that remedy or not. OK? OK, OK. I appreciate it. OK, thank That's you. That's all right. That. No thank problem. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Somebody on TikTok said it might be um, Northern Ireland law. Um, absolutely. But it wouldn't matter um, because it wasn't a specific um, jurisdictional question. It was perjury. So... Um, it didn't really matter. I didn't need to check that with him. But good point, really. Can you get out of a private parking ticket? Oh, I don't know. 
Um, it's not family law. Sorry, I only qualify. I oh, know the Liverpool. Thank you, Bex. I haven't forgotten. Julie is actually back in the audience. So Angie May, sorry, I'm chatting. I have invited you up to ask the next question uh, whenever you're ready. Um, and Julie, I can see that you're back in the queue, which is absolutely fine. Um, I'll get to you soon, but I haven't forgotten that you um, need that Liverpool court address. One, two, three, I'm going to come to you because Angie May is new to Discord and might be struggling. Uh, one, two, three, what's your question? Oh, hi there. Thank Hello. You for time to everyone. That's okay. Um, How can I help? Yeah, I just wanted to know, so if someone's been separated but not legally separated for some very many years, like yes. you're talking about over 25 years, yeah where they've, you know, gone their own way, they've built their up, themselves up again from scratch, had to live in a council house, um, but they've never sort of divorced, um, gone through a divorce proceeding or anything for cultural reasons. Um, what would be the position now? Is it, is it um, right and proper that in the other party, the should have a right over anything that's been built up asset-wise? It will depend on their needs. So I get asked this question an awful lot. When we're doing finances following a divorce, we're looking not only at the asset pool, but we're looking at what the parties need. So um, what's their earning capacity? What's their health? Are there, Does the health maybe stop them from working? Are there independent children? The age of the part, the length of the marriage. There's so many things that we're looking at to determine who's entitled to what. So whilst the starting point is 50-50, and of course, this, this scenario, you've been separated or whoever you're asking on behalf of for a very long time. So we, mm. we, we'd need to look at the situation that, that has also happened since separation. But legally speaking, unless there's a divorce and there is no legal separation, you are still married or the couple are still married, okay? Mm. But, um, it, you know, it's not an automatic that they will be able to claim. It will. You'll have to look at the needs of the parties. Yeah, because years have gone by and obviously each party had their own, um, well, one was left with nothing and the other... Yeah. Um, wasted everything they had and yeah. if we were to go back in time then surely those assets that were wasted that yeah. didn't go you know didn't you know the the lady who has been separated for many years had to go through council has and everything with dependent children yeah um ha didn't get any of the you know property or anything towards what was owned jointly then because you know there was some um, DV and all of that domestic violence. So it just seems like all of that chance has gone. But now because times have changed and, you know, she's worked hard and, you know, tried to build her future up again, it just yeah. seems like that isn't, you know, what can she do to kind of protect herself? So it's, Well, the, so be the, the best thing to do is to get the financial order. That's That's what she must do. Okay, and you said about clean breaks, and that's what we would be. Yes, yeah, so so um, so that yeah. that is a a financial order. That, mm. Yeah, that is. Okay, we should have to go through the whole divorce and then a, a, a family a financial order. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that that's oh. that's the only way to do it. Really, she's going to have to to start the divorce process, um, and once mm -hmm. she's got that up and running, then she can apply for her financial order. 
Yeah, and she's got a certain um, history of dates and everything for what what when they were together, all the properties that were owned and that were she got nothing of towards them. Would the court take that into consideration in any final decision? No, I think I think the best thing that she can do because it's going to play on her mind is go and mm. get one hour's consultation with a family law solicitor, and that and that if nothing else, that will just give a peace of mind as to exactly what the likely outcome is going to be. That's probably the best thing. Rather than her sit worrying about it, get, yeah. just get a one-hour consultation with a family law solicitor. All right? Yeah. Okay, okay that's Thanks. Thank you so much for your time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, Angie May, you have made... Hello, can you hear me? I can, yes. Hi, what's your question? Yes. Hi. Um, basically, um, me and my partner split up nine years ago. Um, yeah. We own a house together. I'm on the deeds and um and obviously at the land registry and we have um a buyer now for our house he's finally agreed to sell it yeah. um three years ago it was on the market and um he suggested i take 20 which i just said no yeah so obviously we've got this buyer and now he's saying oh you know we agreed twenty thousand. so i said no so i did speak to a solicitor um just on the telephone and they told me i have um absolutely every right to have 50 percent of the sale um so he's now sort of saying oh you know no um we you know we agreed 20 so i said there's nothing in writing so basically my question is um i've said to him you speak to a solicitor so am i right in saying that if he does go to a solicitor any solicitor is going to tell him that it is 50 50 because we're both on the deeds and we both own the house not necessarily not necessarily. Oh. I mean, that's why we end up in court, because if all the solicitors agreed, wouldn't need to go to court. Um, so, right. you know, I can give advice to a client that they're entitled to 60 percent and the other party can go and see a solicitor. And that solicitor can say, actually, no, you're entitled to 60 percent, not your husband or not your wife. Right. So Because it depends on how we apply the law. Um, and of course, right. then when it goes to court, it depends who can persuade the judge. Um, so it won't be that clean cut. What I would say, though, is it's in your best interest to get an agreement, because if there is no agreement, then he may well say to the conveyancing solicitor, right, until we've got an agreement, hold on to the money. Well, this is what the conveyance is saying. Now we need yeah. to agree. So I had a chat right. with him last night, yeah. like my ex. Yeah. And he said, oh, I thought we'd agreed on 20. So I said, well, no, I said, I'm happy to take 50,000, um, which leaves, leaves him with 80. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so that's what, you know, I'm trying to deal with him now. But, I mean, I know he hasn't got the money to go to court. I certainly haven't got money to go to court. Um, and obviously he's accrued a lot of debt on the mortgage anyway, so we would have had more. So, so basically it's not a clean, you know, 50-50. I don't know. Honestly, Angie, I, I don't know without, without knowing more about your case. I mean, the, your initial question to me was, my solicitors told me it'll be 50. Will the other solicitor tell him? Oh, no. Yes. Sorry, my solicitor just said, um, because it's you both on the deeds, yeah. normally it's 50-50 split. That's what she said. She didn't yeah. say I would definitely get 50-50. Oh, right, okay. so, yeah, so because the there's no non-disclosure yeah, that, in place. That's the starting point. Uh, what right. I would suggest is if you can't get an agreement with him, yes. then and and you neither one of you um, fancy the idea of going to court, which I totally get. Um, what yeah. about mediation? Because ultimately, you're going to have to come to some sort of agreement in order for the conveyancing solicitor yeah. um, to be able yeah. to process this. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to put forward that you know I'm suggesting fifty. 
Yeah. Um, that's what I've got to do, which the um, estate agent and the conveyance has said. Yeah. So um, obviously we'll take it from there. Take but it's it not there. set in stone that I am entitled to something. Depends on circumstances, Angie. No, but right. no, no is the answer to that. It, it will depend on circumstance. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. That's great. Thank you very right. much. Thanks then. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Simon, you are up next. Hello. Oh, you're on mute, Simon. Just take yourself off mute. Uh, hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Can you? I can. Hi. Yes. What's your question? Hi. Good evening. Um, okay. So, um, my myself and my um, my wife filed for divorce in September in 2020. Um, and we sold the matrimonial home in March 2021. Uh, we agreed a price, uh, you know, who would have what. And from then, we both uh, bought our own properties. Since then, I've been paying maintenance at £435 a month because that's what we calculated based on what we originally said uh, we'd do with the split of the children. Yeah. Uh, however, that's since changed, and it, it then became 50-50, and that's what's on the consent order as well. Basically, it's a 50-50 share. Yeah. Um, now, that was that was okay. I was paying £435, even though necessarily I didn't have to pay anything because it's 50-50, but I thought, you know, I, I sort of felt that she would probably benefit from that each month. Um, and, yeah. So, February this year, my eldest son, who's 17, decided he wants to live with his mum for majority of the time, um, apart from a couple of nights of a year, probably, because uh, he's got a girlfriend, so he stays there more or less permanently. And my middle son uh, now only comes every other weekend, and my youngest son still is 50-50. She's emailed me uh, recently to say she's struggling to buy food uh, and pay the bills, and she's going to submit a, uh, a form into the CMS for £631, which means I'll start having to pay £757 with the extra 20%, and I can't afford to. Now, that's all, all calculated on based on, I agree what the, the night she's put for my eldest, I agree with the night she's put for my middle one, but she's also saying that the my youngest one, who is 50-50, that it's so many nights a year when it's, when I shouldn't be paying anything for the, the youngest one. Uh, is, is she, my question is, if, if she puts a claim in at the CMS for 631, do I just get a letter through the post and then I have to pay it? I honestly, Simon, I'm so sorry. I honestly don't know the answer to that question because we don't get involved with maintenance. Um, but I, I, I do know um, that when a claim is made, you will be contacted. Uh, now, whether they will just send you the letter to pay it and then you phone up and challenge it, maybe that's the route to do, or sorry, to go down. But I honestly don't know the specific answer to that question. Um, I know that you can... Yeah. So I will get an opportunity to be able to um, I'm, I'm pretty, basically yeah, absolutely. Um, fight I'm it. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you're able to ring them up and say, look, hang on a minute, you know, the things that she's told you aren't quite right um, and, you know, they're factually incorrect. So, you know, at least give me an opportunity to, to let you know my side. Whether or not that carries any weight, that, that's the bit that I can't help you with. Um, and, and, okay. I, and I wish I knew more about it, but we just don't get involved with, with the maintenance side of things. Um, that just stays very firmly with CMS. Okay. Okay. Well, all thank right. you very much for the answer. Thank you very much. That's all right. Thanks, Simon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, if there's anybody else waiting to ask me a maintenance question, that's always my stock answer. We literally don't get involved with maintenance. I wouldn't have a clue. 
um, about maintenance. That sit, it's it's not governed by the courts, by the family courts. It sits very firmly with the CMS. So I'm really sorry. Um, I can't I can't assist in any sort of maintenance questions. Really, thank you, Nash. I see you're asking everyone to double tap. I appreciate that. Um, Jack's forty four. What's your question? Hey, can you hear me? I can. All right. Hi. Um, I just recently, well, yesterday, got a notification through that I was entitled to fees for my divorce. Um, what it is I'm wanting to know is it says it's processing now. So roughly how long will it take to go through? What what stage are you at? Have you just put the, the D8 in, Jax, the divorce petition? Um. I filled out a form just for help with fees. Okay. So I did that and that was on your advice on a video yeah. that I seen. I can't remember the name of it now. That's okay. So um, so you haven't done the D eight yet? You've just got the fee remission form? Yeah, I got okay. I got the letter saying that I'm fully acceptable for the fees. Yeah. Um so I don't have to pay anything because I'm on universal Great. credit. Great. Uh, and that it'll be processing so I'm guessing it's just a waiting game, but I did read somewhere that it's six months. Is that how long it'll take, or will it be before? No. Well, the divorce takes six months, yeah. But you, you've got to you've got to fill out that D eight first to get it started. So your six months hasn't the the EX one sixty that you filled out that doesn't start the divorce. That just gets you your fee remission. Right. Okay. So, so now the the um, the EX one sixty they've told you that you qualify for fee remission. They'll give you a number. Yeah. It's a it's a H what is it HNP number I think so it will start with three letters HNP or HPC or something like that and yeah, that yeah. when you then fill out your divorce petition at the top right hand corner it will ask you for that number and you yeah. put it in there and then the court know not to charge you for the fee but you you've got right. to you've got to actually do the divorce petition though Jax right so I yeah. don't have I mean I. Like where it said that it'll process now, I've got to do something in order for it to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to do the D8 um, and that number they've given you, put that number, which is your fee remission number. That's the number that entitles you to, to the free court fee. Um, put that yeah. on your divorce petition. Right, so do I just go back into the Gov website yeah. to do all this? Then? Absolutely. Yeah, right. And it's okay, called, that's fine. and, and the, for, the form that you want, Jax, is the D8. The DA, yeah. right. Yeah, that's absolutely great. All right. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, K22, you are next up. Hi, hello. Hi, hello. What's your question? Hi. Um, really, really quick question. Um, last year, um, the my three stepchildren's mum um, cut contact with them completely. Yeah. Um, she's now moved away. Um, she doesn't see them, doesn't talk to them, nothing. Um, so me, myself and dad have obviously supported them the past year. Um, the family, her side of the family, obviously still want to see the children, which we've allowed. We've not obviously reached out to mum and asked if she does want contact. She just doesn't reply. She's now blocked our numbers. How do we go about parent responsibility and how long is it until you could like obviously say it's abandonment? Um because even now she doesn't want anything to do with them. So we're just a bit stuck at the moment as to what our options are. So, sorry, Kay, who, who has the children at the moment? You do? Uh, Dad and me, yeah. Yeah, okay. And mum just isn't wanting to engage at all? No, okay. at all. No. So, I mean, you're, you're going to struggle to remove mum's PR. 
That's the first right. thing I would say. If mum's not engaging, leave it there. You know, I, right. I wouldn't I wouldn't go taking it back to court and trying to get her PR removed because you're probably not yeah. going to succeed in that. Leave it right. there. And, and I think if you were to go in front of a judge, any judge would probably say to you, look, just leave the door open for mum as and when, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever mum's got going on in her life, it may change. Um, and it's always in the children's best interest to have a relationship yeah. with both parents. I mean, obviously, yeah. if mum's going to be inconsistent, that that's different. But if she's not engaging, I, my suggestion would be just do nothing. Just, you yeah. know, you and their dad, just carry on um, raising them as, as you are doing, looking after them and just see see what comes of that. Uh, just dad's been offered a work opportunity in yeah. Scotland yeah. Um, and it's something that we're really looking into at the moment now yeah. would she have any grounds to say that obviously I'm just thinking if for any reason yes. she popped up and you yeah. know so, we're just I, I know, just struggling I, on yeah I know I know where you're going Kay so essentially because she's got PR she does yeah. have the right to be notified if you're going to move away and yeah. if she disagrees with that she can object. However, that doesn't mean that the court would then stop you and your partner from going to Scotland. And of course, if mum is absent for a long time or she has long periods of absence, then her case will be fairly weak, particularly right. if your partner's going for a work opportunity that's going to benefit the children. So I think yeah. what the court may consider in that instance is allowing you and your partner to go, but setting in some sort of contact with mum if she wants it. And that might just be, you know, a couple of days in the, in the children's holidays, because obviously if it's Scotland, it might be too much to have weekend yeah. or even alternate weekend contact. But again, yeah. the court would be looking to leave the door open for mum and, and give her an opportunity to maybe have some, you know, days in the summer holidays or whatever it might be. Yeah, right. No, that's perfect. That's everything. Fabulous. Thank you very much for All your right. help. Thanks, Kay. Bye-bye. Perfect. Thank you. Bye. Um, Chell Marie, you are next. Uh, somebody asked me a question on TikTok, actually, um, and I've forgotten it, but I've remembered it. Hang on. What was it now? It was, um, can I apply for a financial order before the divorce is final? We always recommend that you get the, the financial order before your decree absolute. That's absolutely fine. Um, so... There we go. That's that one. Uh, Chell Marie, what's your question? Hi there. Can Hello. you hear me? I can. Okay. I am in England, so don't let the accent fool you. <laughs> okay. Um, so my sister-in-law had completed a mediation um, in regards to contact with children, uh, yeah. her children. Um, she got her uh, MIAM completed and the form signed off for the C-100 in um, March. Yeah. But um, she's just sent in her C-100 and the court, of course, has rejected it because it's after the four month mark. Um, does she have any options or does she have to go through the whole mediation process all over again? Yeah, she'll have to get well, she, she might have to go through the mediation process again, but she's got to go back to the mediator and ask for another Miams. Yes, yeah, she does. OK, yeah. so it would but it wouldn't have to go through the whole mediation process. It would just be getting a new signature. Potentially, potentially, but it depends how the last lot of sessions were left. But yeah, potentially, um, the, the mediator might be agreeable to just giving her another one uh, for a fee. Um, but yes, I, I would have thought if they've already done mediation and she wants to make a court application, it seems pointless doing mediation all over again. Um, I know some medi mediators will just give you the MIAMS form for a fee. Um, so, but if she goes back to her original mediator and has a chat with them, they'll be able to help. 
Okay, fantastic. Thank no you. No problem. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, dinners, you are up next. I need help regarding a prenup before and after marriage. Okay, if you want to come onto Discord and ask a question, you're more than welcome. Dinners, you are on mute. If you want to take yourself off mute. No, you're struggling with that. Okay, I'll leave you there for a second and I'm going to go to Julie. Oh, you're on. Oh, it has worked, Dinners. Yes, it has. Okay, sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. Using Discord. Don't worry. Julie, just bear with me one second. I'm going to pop you on mute while I speak to Dinners. Right. Dinners, what's your question? Yeah, hi. I'm looking for a bit of assistance. Um, yeah. My friend's basically today um, been to court. Um, yeah. And probably the easiest way to explain it is he he had a child. He had a, a son with a woman about 12 years ago. Yeah. Six months into their relationship, she left. And he's brought up the boy ever since as a single parent as such. Yeah. But three three years, when the when the lad was three years old, um, he met another lady and they had a, another daughter together and they was together for like the, the further 10 years. They split up last year. Yeah. Um, and since then, the so obviously it's the, it would, would have been the stepmom to the son because obviously he wasn't her, her son. Um, yeah. She's, they've obviously bro broken up um, and she's put a court order in for custody of what would have been her stepson and the court's awarded custody to the stepmom rather than, Keeping with the parental responsibility of the dad who's father, and just trying to understand how how that's happened because he's absolutely distraught, and he yeah. just thought it would never be something that, that would, was possible. That would be possible, yeah. And you know, if you were gonna, if your question to me was going to be what are her prospects of success, I would say low on the face of it because a step parent only has parental responsibility by virtue of the fact they've married a biological parent. However, there must be more in this case than meets the eye because for a judge to do that, they obviously found that the child would be better with the step parent than with the dad. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not making any. He was saying there was um C C FAS appointments that they attended the lady um CAFCAS partners C FAS is it CAFCAS CAFCAS sorry yeah. CAFCAS yeah um they but he's saying they didn't view his because obviously the boy had been living with him and it, yeah. he still saw the stepmom with contact of obviously his sister that was living with um, his stepmom. Yeah. Um, but what the, the court, he said the court said to him, it's because he's out at work. Yeah. Um, and the stepmom's not at work. Right. That it's, and he's, he's like, he's like, so I'm getting penalised for being at work and trying to bring up my son because... She's yeah. not at work. Yeah. They're finding it would be better for her to have him, even though she's not yeah. got parental responsibility. I know. I, well, she does have now because um, she, she's been given residency of she's the child. She's been given, yeah. yeah. Is, um, is it a final order or is it an interim order? I don't know. He's, he's, okay. He really it hasn't paid much attention to it and just sort of saw it as, oh, she was just being like, just 
it, nothing was going to happen of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not taking it any seriously. Yeah. Um, and he's now sort of absolutely lost his head and can't believe what's happening. What's happened, um, yeah. just oh, trying to yeah. find out, obviously, how he can challenge it or what advice I can sort of pass well, on to Well, if it's, if it's a final order, then I wouldn't recommend that he do anything because trying to challenge a final order so soon, it was only made today, isn't advisable. If it's an interim order, then he's going to have another chance because if it's an interim order, right. then it's the matter's not finished yet. Um, so he will, you know, the, there will be a return date to court, and I would say in between now and then, he probably should take some legal advice. But the other thing I would say is, you made a comment that he's now saying, "Well, I've been penalised because I go to work." I know it's hard at the at the moment for him because obviously he's just emotionally raw after court today. Yeah. But he shouldn't look at it like that, really. It, the court have made the decision as to what they think is in the child's best interest. So they're not yeah, they're yeah. not penalising him at all. Um, but yeah, he needs to he needs to sort of you know is it a final order? Is it an final interim order? order? Interim order, yeah, okay. Yeah, and if it's final, then not much he can do. If it's interim, he's going to go back to court soon, and I would say take some legal advice before you go back. Okay. No, perfect. I'll pass that on to him. All right. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Uh, Julie, I'm just going to take you off mute. Hello. Have you got a pen? Julie? Oh, I can't hear you. Julie? No? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to read out this... Um, I wonder if that is Julie, if that's the same Julie. I can't hear you, Julie. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'll give out this Liverpool um, address. So it's family.liverpool.countycourt at justice.gov.uk. All right, so family.liverpool.countycourt at justice.gov.uk. Now, that's not the divorce part of it because we have a, another email for divorce, but that's the family court. And I think your question, Julie, was around clean break order. So you would need the family. So it's family.liverpool.countycourt at justice.gov.uk. All right. And you can always email me if you couldn't get all that down. They're really long, the court email addresses. Um, Megan Shields, you are new to Discord, so hopefully I can hear you. Hello? Oh, you're on mute. Hello? Hello, Megan. What's your question? Hiya. Hello. Um, my husband, he's been in court for the last two years. Yeah. Um, I'll cut a long story short. There's been every allegation made you could think of. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've just walked up the stairs, put my daughter to bed. I'm out of breath. That's it. <laughs> And um, today he's been given um, a parent an app to have his contact yeah. with the children. And he's got a final hearing coming up and they said it's going to be three days long. And um, he's got to, I think, like cross-examine um, the psychologist who done the report. Yeah. I'm just wondering how how the hell would he go about that? Because obviously he's a professional and my other half is just trying to yeah. self-represent himself and sure. get a relationship back with his children so the, against them. Yeah, so the idea behind cross-examination is if there is anything in the evidence that you find to be damaging to your case, you want to challenge that person about it. So if he reads the report... And there are things in that report 
that he disagrees with or maybe he doesn't consider it to be true, he needs to focus his questions around that. That's probably the easiest thing to, to tell you. Um, keep it short and to the point and he, chances are he won't cross-examine the expert witness. He will have to submit his questions to the judge and the judge will do it for him because the courts... Yeah. So it, it'll be his questions, but the judge will ask them the questions for him. Okay, but essentially tell him to go through that report that the expert witness has made. Um, and if there's things in there that he disagrees with or that aren't true or that damage his case, he can ask questions um, to, to those points. Yeah. Do you think because there's a lot, obviously, all of us have been assessed by the psychologist. It's um, yeah. both parents, both step parents, both children. Um, the children are constantly coming up with things that mum's told them and their, their statements to the judge and everything else is just a toned down version to make it look like a child written it. Yeah. Um, it, it coincides with like exactly the same things that mum's saying. Right. The oldest child's 15, so could that be a reason why they're hurrying Um the proceedings to obviously now yeah, a final potentially. hearing. I mean, the court's always motivated to bring matters to an end um, because they don't yeah. like children caught up in the court system and, and having to speak to experts, whether it be CAFCAS or psychologists or whatever. Um, but it also could be that obviously once a child gets to 16, it won't really be part of a child arrangements order then. Um, so it might be for that reason. But I would say the real reason is probably because the court just want to get proceedings over and done with. Um, and, and bring matters to an end. Okay, then that's fine. Right. Thank you ever so much. You're welcome, Megan. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Claire, you are next with a question. Sorry, TikTok. I haven't been able to um, see any of your questions this evening. The lounge is full and I've still got so many hands up. Um, this will be question number 15. So we're flying through this evening. Claire, what's your question? All right, right. So I have a very close friend who had a child with somebody um, that they split up before she actually found out she was pregnant. Um, when the child was born, she gave the child the um, dad's last name. Yeah. And did have some contact where he would visit the child. Yeah. Was it a shock to him? They visited them, but basically they used it as a control um, over the, the, the female. Um, they've gone down the family court route, um, yeah. but unfortunately, it all took a bit of a sinister twist. So, essentially, the child is having contact at a contact centre. Um, she is only 23 months old now, but every single time, every other week, she's having an hour, and every time she's banging her knuckles and screaming to get out for the whole hour. Um, her behaviour is going downhill for a good few days before it picks up again after each contact. Right. And it's obviously having a psychological impact on the child. Is there any legal way, even though it's a court-assigned contact, that this can be terminated to prevent any psycholo psychological damage? I mean, absolutely. I think, I think n nobody wants to see a child in distress. And I think that that has to be got to the bottom of, do you know what I mean? Why, if the court ordered it, then there was obviously sufficient evidence before the court at the time it was ordered to suggest that this was in the child's best interests. So what's yeah. happened between the order being made and now? That's the first thing I would be thinking about. 
Um, I think I think the parents then or whoever's got residence of the child needs to get to the bottom of why the child is acting like this. What's going on there? Maybe mediation could help. I don't know. But ultimately... Yeah, no, they tried mediation. He just used it to try and control the mother because it was quite um, controlling and abusive. Okay. Um, the problem is as well is they're having Zoom calls, but he's on his phone not paying any attention and quite often switches his camera off. Yeah. He just uses it to control when he, he has access he used to say, I want three o'clock this, you know, this time. During contact sessions in person before the contact centre, he actually drugged the child and was found out um, because the child was, was upset and didn't, you know, they didn't have any attachment at all. So he was actually dosing the child on Calpol and lying about it. So there is a bit of an issue there. But the problem being is the solicitor for the mum is saying that it is not advisable to go against the contact order and that she has to follow the guidance from the court. But the mum is so upset that the child is literally hoarse, can't talk very well, um, is having throat infections a couple of days within contact because they've been screaming for a whole hour and she can hear it from outside. So I, think, I need to sort of say yeah. to her what legal rights she has or what term that she needs well, to use to make think, sure that... Yeah, I mean, obviously she needs to take the matter back to court because if the current court court order isn't working, it's not in the child's best interest, then she'll have to return it back to court. Um, okay. And, yeah. they're, not, they're due in court in September. Oh, there we Would go. Would it be frowned upon if you terminated contact sessions and left the Zoom calls open? Um, up until the court date, do you think? Because she's terrified, really. Yeah. She's a young mum, but she's a very good mum. Um, but it's, she's terrified that the court yeah, are going to frown upon it's it. It's difficult, Claire, because again, as an isolated question, then you know you you would think I would go absolutely that would be fine if it's not in the child's best yeah. interest. But I don't know any context to this. You know, if if mum is always breaching orders because there's always something wrong, then no, no, never know. once, not once. Yeah. yeah, the doctor and the health visitor are, are on her side and they're yeah. prepared to write letters and explain. Um, there's a referral down for a psychologist for the child. Right. I mean, she's not even two yet. This isn't something a two-year-old should be having to go through. But yeah. Okay. I think mm. she desperately needs to get it back into court is what I would say. Okay. All right. All right then. Thank you ever so much Thanks, for your Claire. advice. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. All the best. Bye. Uh, ben, you are up next. Is you checking if you can hear me? I can hear you, Ben. Yeah. What's your question? Okay. So I'm 16 years of age and four years ago, um, my parents are divorced and four years ago I stopped seeing my dad uh, out of fear for my own safety um that was on my own grounds and then he tr he's tried to keep in contact um but I've just kept blocking his numbers he's trying to say that he's changed yeah um a couple of months before I stopped seeing him I had approached him and asked if I could change my legal surname from his last name which is a pakistani last name yeah. which has led to me getting bullied quite a bit in school for okay. especially after things like the manchester attack yeah um calling me a terrorist and stuff uh to which he just refused um he still has parental responsibility he's not um, relinquished it or anything yeah and i want to be able to change my name to remove any part of him from yeah. my life so you can, um, Ben, but you can now. You're 16, so you don't need his permission or your mum's permission. You can contact Depol and just do it yourself. Is that uh, enrolled Depol, so would that be able to change my passport and stuff? 
Yes. I mean, double check oh. with them, but absolutely, yes, because now you're 16, you, you can do that yourself. Oh, and then, perfect. And then the paperwork would be sent in so that your passport can reflect your new name. All oh, right, perfect. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, Goodsey, you are up next. I'm very impressed. Hello. Hello. I'm just going to say, actually, before I, I ask you your question, uh, my last caller was 16. Um, I'm very impressed that the 16-year-olds listening to my channel. How impressive is that? Um, very impressed. Uh, Goodsey, sorry, what's your question? Um, so I've been married for three years and yeah. um, I left the property who, which we jointly own with my husband, um, I've decided. I decided to to submit the divorce because it was quite an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um. Currently, I'm still paying for the mortgage, but he's um because I've submitted the divorce. He's trying to delay the financial order. Yeah. And trying to do it after the marriage, and he's. Uh, I'm at a situation now where I'm trying to push him to get into. Because I, I didn't even understand um, mediation. I didn't even know that was available. I would, I just thought go through solicitors. And then I've now gone into mediation because I might have to take him to court because he's ignoring all of our, all of the solicitors' letters, yeah. even my letters. He's, he's changed the locks as well, even when I own the property. Yeah. I, what I'm concerned about is does he have the rights to claim anything off, off my side um as in because i do have assets yeah. before the marriage so that's um, that's going to depend on a lot of factors and and unfortunately i can't give you a specific answer on that so the fact okay. that you are married means that whatever's in your name or indeed his name uh, will be considered a marital asset all right so that's the starting point we put everything into the pot and then we start to look at reasons to take things out of the pot. And that might okay. be uh, if it's a premarital asset. That might be how long the marriage is. That might be what the parties need. If there's, if there's dependent children here, if there's any medical conditions here. So the starting point is to throw everything in. And then from there, we look to see if we can move them scales at all from a 50-50 to a 60-40 to a 70-30. I did an agreement the other day. It was an 80-20 in my client's favour. So, that yeah, that, that, that may not help you, but that's how we will come to a decision about what's fair and reasonable. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I guess. If you're in a short-term marriage and yes. you don't have children, yes, that should. I'm hoping that can benefit yes, me. Absolutely, hopefully. I'm the, hoping. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the shorter the yeah. marriage, the more likely you are to walk away with what you brought to the marriage. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that that again, I, I I'm I'm unable to narrow it down any further. But essentially, yeah, sure. the shorter the marriage, the better you will be. But I, I do think, and, and people do do this, they, they deliberately ignore solicitors' correspondence and that they don't engage in the process. And generally what I will say to my clients is, okay, let's give it eight weeks, tops. 
And if we're not getting anywhere in eight weeks, because there's a cost element to this as well, then let's make a decision after eight weeks as to whether we keep going or whether we actually make the application to the court. Because at least the application to the court will set down a finish line. Yes, I do have my first appointment oh, for mediation this Friday. And oh, for mediation. My sister did advise me to, she said you should highlight to them that he has been delaying it. So they might issue the application and I might do it in parallel. I don't know. The, the choice is his really. Either we do mediation or yeah. we go to court. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, something for me to think about. So the, yeah. The other thing I would say, and you may have already done this, but to others that are listening, please take some legal advice before you go into mediation because you, you need to know what you are legally entitled to before you can start to negotiate. All right. Does yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. Thank you so Perfect. much. You're Thank welcome. you for your free advice. That's I appreciate okay. it. Thank no you. problem. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Um, Vet Gaming, you are next with a question. Hello? Oh, I can't hear you. I think you might be new to Discord. Sometimes this happens. Um, no, still can't hear you. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, I'll leave you on the stage for a second and see if we can. you can unlock whatever's locked, but I'll come to the next caller. Yanto? Hello, Yanto. Have you got a question for me? Yeah. Um, I had, my ex took me to court for the children. Yeah. Well, she wanted a uh, full right to the children back yeah. in February, which it sort of ended up 50-50, live with, live with order. Yeah. At the time, my 13-year-old wanted to live with me anyway, but I was told I couldn't go for that because she had put the application in, so it could only have ever gone 50-50 for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. He still is adamant he wants to live with me. Is it worth me? I don't know what to do. I mean, he told the social worker this as well, and it was in the report that he kept saying he only wanted to live with me, not his mother. How How old is he? 13. Okay. I mean, look, he's at that age now where he's going to start <laughs> to vote with his feet. Um, yeah. It, is it, obviously, it's something that mom's not in agreement to, is it? She wants um, it to stay 50-50. No, she, um, she wanted the full, obviously, full parental responsibility, whatever it's called. Yeah. She, um, I think it was for finances more because she wants to keep the family. We're going for a divorce, obviously, at the same time. She wants yeah. to keep the family home next minute. Yeah. I was the worst, worst dad in the world and she took me to court. Yeah. Luckily, I won, which was nice. Um, I say won, the kids won in my eyes, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and he just constantly keeps on about it, really. I mean, he lets his mum know, but his mum just says, look, the court said you have to do this. These are the days that you're with me or with your dad yeah. and you can't do anything other than that. And I don't know where I stand. Well, I mean, I, I represented mean, myself in the end because I ran yeah. out of money because yeah. it cost me so much. I mean, look, Yanto, when he gets to 16, he can do what he wants. Um, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you know that. So you, you, it's a judgment call, really. You've got three years um, before that time. If you want to yeah. take the matter back to court, you'd be asking for a variation to the existing order. Um, and yeah. you would explain to the court that the child now wants to live with you. Um, he yeah. would be definitely be spoken to by Kafkas and his and his wishes and feelings put forward to the judge. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it would it would depend really on on any resistance that Mum put up as to how the court would be persuaded. But whether or not you take the matter back to court, 
um it, it it's for you to decide it if it were me it's a difficult one, yeah it? it is a difficult <laughs> one because it's only three more years i'd i'd probably be minded to leave it um because yeah. even when he gets to 15 the court aren't really going to make um an order um because they yeah they did that because we got 15 year old as well and they did yeah. that they sort of which was nice. And of course, having already been through it once, you know that it's not a five minute thing. This, you know, it's going to take uh, the best part of a no. year with a couple of hearings, um, which could yeah. potentially create hostility between you and mum. But look, it's entirely up to you. But if, if you were to go to court, you're asking for a variation. You're, you're not asking variation. for another order. Yeah, it's a variation to your existing order. Right. Okay. I know she won't. She'll put because he's sort of classed as disabled, so she gets carers allowance and right. all this and that. So I think this was the big thing. Yeah. She's against. Yeah. I mean, I can't claim it because I work, but yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult one, really. But yeah. Okay, that's fine. All Thank right. you very much for your time. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks. Brilliant. Bye. -bye. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. 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 Um, vet gaming. Let me take you off mute and see if I can hear you now. Oh yes, I can. Hi. Oh, there we are. Hello. Hi. How are we doing? I'm oh, good, thank you. What's your question? Right. Um. Basically, um, me and my ex-wife's um had our first court hearing over my son. Yeah. Um. Basically, prior to that, uh, Kafka's was meant to have spoke to both parents, and neither of us had any sort of um communication with Kafka's. Yeah. Um. We turned up to court. Finally, got given our paperwork at end of the hearing with the Kafka's details and everything. Um, and the entire report is being founded on um, um, malicious allegations by Kafka uh, due to the nature of my previous employment. Um, I had already had a basic spoke to social, um, the police have already had access to everything, uh, what I was, um, I, I was allowed to give it. Uh, due to the nature of the employment, yeah. I had to sign NDAs. Um, so I, I could give them my company details, but I couldn't give them um, the, what they wanted. They yeah. wanted the um, actual paperwork, uh, the same where I was working. Yeah. Um, have now turned around and branded me a terrorist. Because um, I was working in a hostile environment. Uh, they basically said that I was working for the said terrorist organisation, uh, which has now resulted in... Um, Social services um, came up yesterday saying that I now need a lawyer uh, for the next hearing um, because I'm withholding information, this and the other, um, and seeing what grounds I can do because I've, I've tried to speak to Kafkas because they'd already gone to court and now they've now closed the case and the, the caseworker from Kafkas won't deal with it. Yeah. I've, I've tried, um, I spent over 14 hours on the phone to. Um, family court in Guildford and I'd no joy. I've emailed them and had nothing back. Um and they've now saying that obviously like I said, we've got to get a lawyer, we've got another hearing coming up. Yeah. Which me and the ex wife thought the case was closed. Uh, we've got a um we've got a uh, oh, a uh, child care plan in place. Uh, and the judge at the last hearing said that that will be it. The next uh, hearing will be to finalise, make sure the um, actions that was put in place are being kept. Um, but now they're trying to escalate. So, okay, so what, what's your question of me? Sorry, what's your question? Sorry, Vet Gaming, I can barely hear you. It's so noisy, whatever you're rustling around at. 
Okay, so essentially, from, from what you've said, is that they are making allegations because they don't really know or you're not allowed to tell them what, what has gone on with your employment. What I would do if I were you is speak to a solicitor because obviously whatever you tell us is completely confidential, privileged information, but the solicitor will be able to put a statement together that obviously doesn't breach your um, non-disclosure, um, but will give the court some confidence that actually that that was a legitimate form of employment because the court will appreciate that you've told your solicitor that. Okay, and then your solicitor. Go on. Um, we actually we did actually have um, a solicitor uh, before, and it was actually um, uh, took all that information. And right. And they handed it over to the court. All right. Um, so what's what's uh, the problem? Uh, we don't know. Literally, we've um, I've been I've felt like I've been banging my head against brick wall with them. Um, had everything. Like I said, police actually seized my phone. And they've uh, they've had all the documentation. They've had access to absolutely everything. Um, I've been compliant. I've given the company details. Given the um, is this is them, this um is this and, a, is this a care case? Are the children in care? Um, no, um, it was my son came up for a holiday, and um, he said that he was getting abused by. Are, by are, the, ch- are the children in care though? Uh, no, the, uh, is um, living with his mum. Okay. Uh, but it came up here and um, disclosed. So is mum is mum not allowing you to have any contact? That's the thing. Me, me and his mum were, were alright, but because of the right. nature of the um, allegations, what yeah. my son made. Yeah. Um, they're not like happy to be... for you to have contact. I understand. Um, yeah. So, so we we made, um. Oh, so we spoke to the police. We had cat. Uh, okay. I'm just going to, I'm just, I've lost you now completely, but I'm going to put you on mute for a second and, and, and I think I know where this is going because y- your headphones or whatever are just being so noisy, but you're still there and I'm confident that you can hear me. Um, essentially, the CAFCAS, social services, the police, because you've mentioned all three of those bodies, have got some safeguarding concerns, all right? And that's why they're telling you that they don't want you having contact with the children. Now, mum's happy for you to have contact with the children, but chances are mum's been told, don't let dad have contact or we might take the child off you, all right? What you need to do is get to the bottom of that. And obviously that's breaking down somewhere along the line. So my advice is going to be, go back to your solicitor or another solicitor, whatever, um, and have them read through the papers. The answer will be there, 100%. The answer will be in your papers i.e. letters from social services or it will be in police disclosure. Oh, he's dropped off now. Um, he's timed out. But um, anyway, I hopefully you can still hear me. Is he still in the audience? No, no, he's gone. Oh, well. OK, well, we tried to help. Um, oh, no, you are still there, Vet Gaming. Um, so I was saying that my advice is you've got to go back to a solicitor because the answer will be in your papers, 100%. There's not no doubt in my mind, all right? Because whatever they're telling you, there is a safeguarding concern and that's why they're not happy for you to have contact with the children. And there will be some underlying reason that you can either disprove or you can't, but take some legal advice. Doing it in your own, on your own 
isn't working. Um, and it's cases like this, especially when social services are involved, that's when you need some legal support more than ever. All right, so I hope that's helped. Um, guys, it's quarter past seven. I'm going to sign off. Now, I'm away for the next 10 days um, with the fam. So I won't be back until the Monday, the 8th of August is when I return to Discord. Um, I'm still going to keep putting out my content. Paddy and I are still going to um, actually keep filming and keep recording. So we're still going to put out the TikTok and the Instas and everything. Um, but I won't be back on Discord until Monday, the 8th of August at 6 p.m. OK, so join me then if you have a question and apologies to those of you that have still got your hand up. I'm so sorry. Um, take care until then. Enjoy yourselves and speak to you all again soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.